0: Welcome to Game of Books with Kathy in South Dakota. That's me and Christy in South Florida. That's me. We're two newbie writers sharing our take on wine, food, and mystery books.
1: And the authors who write them. Join us for the fun. Christy, we have a very special Quirks and Conversation this week.
0: Yes, we do. It's part one of our compilation of Quirks and Conversations from some of those Thriller Fest authors.
1: So, in case anybody's wondering, Thriller Fest is this incredible conference for thriller writers, authors, and their fans.
0: And here's us recording outside the Manhattan Ballroom at the Grand Hyatt in New York. Hey, everyone. Here we are at Thriller Fest
1: 2019 in New York City. I'm so excited to be here, to be here with you, and to be podcasting from Thriller Fest.
0: Yes, and Kathy, I looked it up, Mm -hmm. and we both traveled almost the same distance to get here. So it was 1,400 miles from Brookings, South Dakota, and 1,300 miles from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It quite
1: a quite a trip. Thank goodness for airplanes is yeah. all I can say. <laughs> but it was so worth it. I am fangirling out at Thriller Fest. This yes. is pretty great.
0: Yes. We are getting our thrills at Thriller Fest. <laughs> You've been waiting
1: to say that for a while. I feel that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so many of our favorite and soon to be favorite authors are walking around this hotel, giving um, great classes, taking classes. It's amazing. So yes. let's get started. All right. First tell us and our mysterious footies out there about the wines you chose. I'm so excited. Okay, yes,
0: I had fun shopping in uh, Manhattan. I went to Beekman Liquor Kay. on Lexington Avenue
2: and in since, Midtown.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And since we didn't we don't really know if these wines are in South Dakota and South Florida, I just kind of said, "Let's pick something mysterious or thrillerish or whatever."
1: Okay? That we could serve to all yes. of our new favorite authors. Right. So
0: our red wine is called Love Noir.
1: Of course it is.
0: (laughs) Perfect. And their line is, take a sip and fall in love with the darker side of wine. Oh,
1: the darker side of wine. (laughs) That sounds perfect. You chose wisely. Yes. I think. We
0: haven't tasted it yet. Yes. Um, Actually, on the um, label, there was some Rather fun description. The label is gorgeous. So it is a robust jammy flavors of dark cherry and rich exp- espresso spark intensity and intrigue and lead to a smooth, balanced finish with soft hints of vanilla and toasted oak. That sounds perfect for Thriller Fest. I know. Intrigue, yes. yes. And it
1: sounds like something you would love with all yes. of the espresso and dark oak. Oh yes, that's so you.
0: Yep. Yeah. And um, it pairs well with garlic and herb roasted pork (laughs) and chicken artichoke flatbread. They were very specific. That is very
1: specific, but that sounds delicious.
0: (laughs) I know, I know. I'm getting hungry. (laughs) Um, And so the white wine, uh, going along those same lines, is called the Nine Lives Reserve. Oh, my. And um, the vineyard had an intriguing black cat that shadowed in their vineyards. Really? And so they... Ended up putting a nine charm on the cat, signifying its many lives, and so each harvest is better than the one before.
1: Oh, that's perfect. Okay, yes. so what is that? What kind of white is Sauvignon that? Sauvignon
0: Blanc. All right, very so nice. So we have a Pinot Noir and a Sauvignon Blanc. Ooh, I think this is going to be perfect. I know, I know.
1: Christy, I remember those wines were very drinkable.
0: Yeah, and I think the authors like them too.
1: Not to mention we were at a cocktail party anyway. <laughs> So let's get started with our fun conversations. Let's do. First up, K.J. Howe.
0: She was a delight to talk to, and she made us feel so welcome at Thriller Fest.
1: You know, she's the executive director of this huge conference, and it was so nice of her to take the time to sit down and talk to us about her work as a writer.
3: Thanks very much for having me on. I've uh, immersed myself in the world of Kidnap and Ransom for the last six years. And my character, Thea Paris, is an alpha female who travels the globe to the worst hotspots to bring hostages back home.
1: Oh, that sounds thrilling. To say the least. (laughs) And if people are interested, they could go on KJ's website and figure out she's done quite a little bit of adventure herself.
3: Yes, so travel and adventure are passions of mine. I've done, you know, shark cage diving in in South Africa. I've also camel raced in Jordan and I love elephants in Botswana. So whatever is different and new, I love to try it all.
1: Is that for research or just fun?
3: Absolutely both. And the best part is you can write it off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That I like. I like to hear
0: that. Yes, that's big adventure. Okay, so on our podcast, we like to try different wines, and today we have a red and a white. And I see you tried a white, so we're going to just say cheers, pretend like we already like haven't drank it all down. Cheers.
3: The Sauvignon Blanc is my absolute favorite, oh. and you picked a very good vintage. Thank you.
0: Oh, thank you. It's uh, nine will- lives. It's you know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's a very like mysterious type. Wine for Thriller Fest.
3: Well, with my <laughs> action adventure heroine, I need nine lives. So thank you. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. I'm down to eight now.
1: It <laughs> pairs perfectly. There we go. So KJ is a is is quite impressive around here at Thriller Fest, executive director. But she also is a writer. So, and we're at Thriller Fest. So we should talk about writing, talk about craft. So, do um, you want to share with our listeners who are writers? what your process is are you an outliner pantser organizer blueprinter? what do you like to call it how do you do it sure
3: um i really enjoy writing because of the journey that's involved and for me i don't really like to plot too far ahead because if i feel i'm surprised then probably my reader is surprised and i found that to be a very successful method for me i totally respect people who do write outlines and actually in some ways envy them But honestly, I really love just finding the story and discovering it as I go. And at the end of the day, I'm totally a pantser, not a plotter. That's for sure.
0: All right. That's a very lovely way of saying it, too. Okay, so now, if you're game, we like to pick a random question from usually from our carafe. And we call it a carafe question. If you want to pass, you can. We can pick another one. But otherwise here we go
1: she says bring it my bring favorite. it on so do you have a critique group or alpha readers or some process for feedback during the writing and editing process
3: absolutely it takes a village to write a novel and to do it well you don't have the objectivity to distance yourself from your own work and so you do need to rely on people if you see the length of my acknowledgments pages you will know that I am very lucky to have a wonderful team. From my editor, who I'm very close to and is an incredibly, you know, Nathaniel Marunis, and he is very detail-oriented and helps me from a craft perspective. Mm -hmm. But because I use a lot of specialized knowledge, I have several kidnap negotiators who read my books as well as Special Forces soldiers. Oh, very cool. And um, other people, like for example, my book Skyjack, I had three pilots with different backgrounds read and advise me on the aviation aspects. Oh, that's, so that's for great. me, I really want to get everything correct and um, I also, my character has type 1 diabetes, so I speak to medical experts about that as well as people who have it. So I would say that, you know, I, it's very collaborative.
0: Very interesting.
3: Okay, so now we have one
0: final question that we like to ask all our authors. Which of your characters would you like to share a meal with and what would it be?
3: Well, Thea Paris has a potential love interest named Riff. And let's be honest, he's my fantasy man. <laughs> so there's no doubt that Don't it would be a very, very nice candlelight dinner. Probably something Italian, you know, and he would get food all over his face and I would have to help him with that. So that would I probably would say that. And, and, and it would be a really nice adventure. <laughs> I want to hear Kathy's laughing there. She's (laughs) laughing so hard that she, (laughs) that is awesome. I
0: love
1: that. Oh, wow. All right. Well, thank you so much. Okay. So KJ, before you go, tell our listeners how they can find your books and connect with you.
3: Uh, I'm at kjhow.com. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, pretty much everywhere. My books are available, you know, Barnes and Noble, Chapters, uh, Amazon. You, you, You say it, you can find it. I also, before you travel on your next vacation, you might want to visit my website at kjhow.com because I have a world map there that shows all the kidnapping hotspots. So it's always good to plan ahead and avoid those. But thanks a lot for having me on, guys. It's a pleasure.
1: Thank you so much. As always, the thriller writer in her comes out. Yes, thank you. Thanks, KJ. She was amazing, and I
0: love how she said it takes a village to write a book.
1: I do, too. And I love all of her adventures. Her life sounds like a novel in itself.
0: Next up, we have David Alberton. His first novel, Undercard, was just released this year in Canada and comes out in the U.S. in June of 2020. It's going to be translated and released by HarperCollins in France and Germany. And the screen rights have been sold to a production company that's working on an adaptation.
1: Hmm. Here's David describing his book, Undercard.
2: So, yes, it's a, an intense, very intense thriller um, it's set in Las Vegas over 24 hours. Oh. It's um, boxing, casinos, corrupt cops, <laughs> revenge, and uh, old friends thrust back together, pulse pounding from start to finish.
1: That was a great pitch. He had me interested right away. Here's the rest of the interview. All right, so we're at Thriller Fest, a writer's conference, so we're going to start out with a pretty easy writerly question. <laughs> are you a pantser or are you a plotter?
2: Oh, a, um, with it depends, I guess on the. I had some previous unpublished works that I won't go into, <laughs> but but with this one I did plot. I, I um, I had the idea two years before I started writing. So while I was writing a previous work, so I really got to think about it a lot, do research, outline a lot. So when it time when it came time to write it just, it really flowed well, so.
0: Okay, good, I love to hear that. Um, So, now we have one final question that we ask all our authors. Which of your characters would you like to share a meal with and what would it be?
2: Oh, that's a good.
1: And this is in Las Vegas. (laughs) There's lots of food Uh, options, right? (laughs) Takes place in Las Vegas?
2: Yeah. Uh, Yes, takes place in Las Vegas. Oh boy, okay, Uh, probably the character Naomi. She's the sort of the female lead. And she's just an awesome character and person. Okay. And some of the other characters you really wouldn't want to hang out with. Uh, you got to read the book to find <laughs> out. But but for various reasons, she I'd uh, like to hang out with. And then uh, maybe like um like a fancy Japanese. Ooh. You know I know they got some fancy jap in my research. Yes. <laughs> not hands on. I read about it. And oh. Unfortunately, get to. <laughs> but but yeah, a fancy Japanese restaurant. I'd say. Oh,
0: good. <laughs> excellent. Yeah, that sounds good. He was so enthusiastic, Kathy, that I ended up buying his book at Thriller Fest. I mean, I guess it was the Canadian version, but it was a great
1: read. If you want to find out more about him, his website, davidalberton.com, has everything. Social media links, media appearances, and links to buy the book.
0: Up next, we have... Kate Hollihan. She gave a great description of her book, so we're just going to jump right into our talk with this best-selling author.
1: Hi, Kate.
4: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: We're so excited to welcome Kate Holohan to Game of Books podcast. Tell our listeners uh, what
4: you write. I write psychological thrillers. My fourth has just come out on Tuesday. It's called One Little Secret. Woo-hoo. Um, and it was just named to one of Good Morning America's uh, books uh, to read for summer. So yes. that was great. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited about it. It's about... Uh, three couples that are all neighbors they put the kids in camp and they rent a beach house uh, at the Hamptons for the summer and uh, alcohol loosens lips a lot of wine drinking and uh, one of the uh, the people in the house end up dead and it's uh, kind of a locked room mystery and that you know someone in the house did it and you have to figure out who and there's a detective uh, Gabby uh, Watkins that is charged with uh, figuring out which, who in the house uh, had the right motive and, uh, and means and opportunity.
0: There you go. Oh, right. I, I want to read it. That
1: sounds fantastic. I do,
0: I do. So on our podcast, we like to try different wines, and so today we have both red and white, and I see you chose a red wine, so we're just going to say cheers real quick, oh, and cheers. you can give it a taste and see what you think of the Love Noir wine.
4: Love oh, Noir. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. love. very Noir. much
4: with my book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you a plotter, a pantser, an organizer, a go-for-it? What, what kind
4: of writer are you? I'm definitely a plotter. I feel that with psychological thrillers, you're, um, you're trying to surprise your audience. And uh, these, your audience is a sophisticated audience. They read mysteries all the time, and they're looking for who did it. So if you want to surprise them, you really have to try to outthink them. And that means I have to spend a lot more time thinking about the story than, you know, than the reader. Uh, however, sometimes my characters surprise me, and they force me to you know, tear up my plots and redo it. But, uh, so I <laughs> like to think I'm a, primarily a plotter.
0: Oh, that's fun. I like how you answered that. That was good. Okay, so now, if you're game, we like to do what we call the carafe question. Mm -hmm. Normally, the questions are in a carafe. And um, if you don't like it, we can pass, but
1: otherwise, it's a fun question.
4: Okay, cool.
1: In addition to Thriller Fest, what
4: conferences do you or have you attended? Well, I've attended Mm BoucherCon, which is kind of like... One of the bigger conferences, I think, for the whole mystery thriller writer genre. And one thing I like about it is it switches uh, location every year, so you get to visit a new city, which is kind of cool. I had never been to Toronto, before and that was i think where the last one was and so uh where
0: is it going to be this year i think
4: dallas dallas Dallas. i've also never been to dallas so there there you go go. (laughs) Um, i love thriller fest though because i live uh, right there in bergen county new jersey and so it's a quick one for me to get to and it's an amazing conference uh so many old friends and new friends and it's it's a great one to go to well
0: fun we're glad you came which of your characters would you like to share a meal with and what would it be
4: Ooh. All right. Um, so actually, I'm not going to go with my current book for this one. My favorite uh, is the d- investigator in The Widower's Wife, Ryan Monahan. He was like, he's like my dream guy. I shouldn't say that <laughs> with my husband, but he's a, he's like a total intellectual. Um, you based intellectual, it on your husband, right? Uh, yeah. So I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a, a total like intellectual statistics nerd, but he's also like kind of a hot cop. <laughs> um, and he's an insurance investigator, and he was just my favorite. Like, I would, I mean, we're talking alternative universe. You know, right. right? Absolutely. a fictional person. Right. Right. So I would totally, uh.
0: <laughs> and w- what him. do you
4: think you guys would have? Uh, what do I think he would eat? Or, or what,
0: yeah, what would you guys, where would you guys go?
4: Oh, let's see. Uh, um, I mean, in this fantasy world, I you know, could go in this anywhere. World, um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, as long as I'm going, maybe we'd go to Portugal. Yeah. And, there you uh, go. There's this uh, restaurant called, uh, uh, what was it? Oh, it's the Ode Wine House in Portugal, and they do like a seven-course tasting meal, so you get a long time to talk. To talk, and there's a wine pairing, of course. Oh, of course! Oh Um, my gosh, I'm going. I'm going. Do that.
1: That Great. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. That's great. (laughs) That was such a fun answer. I want to go to Portugal now too.
0: I know we were partly joking, but I really think we need to go check out this restaurant in Portugal. I would say that it probably could fall under research for our podcast.
1: Oh, I am so in. <laughs> and maybe Kate would want to join us or any of our mysterious foodies. Yep. Um, and just so everybody knows, you can reach Kate at KateHollahan.com. She's also on Facebook at Kate Holahan.
0: And up next is... Elizabeth Wilkerson. She writes suspense thrillers from an Afrofuturistic point of view which is a mouthful, but it sounds fascinating. Her protagonists are women caught in the crosshairs of self-interest, privacy, and self-preservation. Plus, there's usually a little Asian influence. Most of her books are set in Japan. Her latest thriller is called Tokyo Firewall.
1: How do you write? Do Do you outline? Do you do a
5: blueprint, pants, plot? What works for you? I absolutely outline and I'm open to the universe. I outline and then I look for meaningful coincidences, synchronicities, and then that's when the fun begins. The creative process is all about why I'm an artist and a writer, so I'm an outliner who's open.
0: Okay, so now, if you're game, on our podcast, we like to ask a random question.
1: We call it a carafe question. Okay, so I'll read it. If you were invited to a book club to discuss Tokyo Firewall, what would you love for them to serve to eat and drink?
5: Sashimi, presented by a chef who knows how to find the precious fish and to cut it right. And people in japan don't drink sake sake is old news people in japan (laughs) drink shochu i would like some nice chilled shochu with the sashimi okay so now we have one final question that we
0: like to ask all our authors which of your characters would you like to share a meal with and what would it be
5: my protagonist allison needs to share a meal with herself because she's trying to figure it out get it together. I recommend she find a ramen restaurant that's cozy, and she can order by pressing a button at a vending machine, and it's all good.
1: I didn't realize that soju had replaced sake in popularity in Japan. Me either,
0: although I've recently tasted soju with my daughter. It's something that she had while she was in Korea, and do you know what it, what it is? I don't. Well, um, it's kind of like the description that I've always heard is so- sake is a wine. Sake is a rice wine, and soju is more like a whiskey or something like that. It could be made from rice or sweet potatoes, but it's like way stronger.
1: Oh, interesting. I don't, I don't know. Well, Uh, I'll have to try it and let Elizabeth know what I think. (laughs) You can reach Elizabeth at her website, elizabethwilkerson.com. She's also on Instagram at elizwilkerson and on Twitter at Liz with two z's, Liz Wilk, L-I-Z-Z-W-I-L-K. Thanks to our Mysterious Foodies out there for listening and sharing. Check out our website, gameofbookspodcast.com where you can find links to all we talk about. And if you subscribe to our weekly newsletter, you can get those links sent directly to you along with any exciting updates. We are also on Facebook and Twitter under @gobwriters.
0: And if you enjoyed this episode as much as we did, we would love to hear from you. And please subscribe to Game of Books wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our book club ideas and quirks and conversations with award-winning and
1: best-selling authors. That's all for today's episode of Game of Books Podcast, where we share food, wine, and mystery every Friday morning, just in time for the weekend. This is Christy and Kathy saying thanks for listening. Bye, Bye, everybody. everybody.